hey, this video is going to be about a new topic that we haven't covered yet. And we want to dive into usage of different tools in many situations that we can get into. And one of the typical case is whenever we want to start some business, some project, and we want to uh, get customers uh, to for our services, for whatever we're planning to do, setting the online stores aside because e-commerce is a very standardized place where you have like a Shopify store or like something like that. Uh, but you need some place to store the customer data, which is basically a CRM platform or CRM tool. I want to speak about... Uh, basically the four different types of, or four different levels of tools that are available for for us to start with. And especially if we are assuming that we have limited resources, we're maybe building some project basically out of, out of our pocket. And um, we want to spend minimal effort on actually setting up things, like if possible, not hire anyone or not buy something. But um, yeah, depending on the situations, we would need a different tool for those. So um, the first one and most, most obvious, I think, is just like Google Docs or any like any table or even like any note taking app where you can literally just save um, either save customers by hand or save orders by hand uh, or which can be exported from any form. Like as in like you use a Google form to collect leads and you use a Google doc uh, sheets to actually handle those. And there can be a column with like the statuses with contacts and either your, you yourself or someone else can be just going through those calling, emailing, and actually providing some sort of service. Um, yeah. And that is basically like the, the easiest and we could call it like a bottom bottom level solution that is most easy that is basically free to set up but uh, it would come with some drawbacks right so uh, like you you cannot use it at a super big scale and as soon as even the number of like not orders or customers but just leads come to like hundreds or maybe a thousand it can start getting a little bit slow and glitchy whenever multiple people actually start working with it at the same time. Um, so basically the next one would probably be something that you can uh, maybe make yourself with some sort of no-code tools. And one example that I that, that, that I used to make was uh, using Retool. So Retool is basically a... Um, a tool that uh, allows you to build a simple app with, let's say, Google Docs also, but Google Docs serving as a database. So you don't use uh, a sheet as your um, as your interface. It just being used through API by Retool whenever you like click a button or view some lists, and because you have all the views like filtered, and you can see only like a certain number of customers, rows, whatever you actually make for yourself in the app, uh, it is lighter and it is it, it does work a little bit faster and it can be um, easier to set up the sales process around it because you can let your salespeople see only the list of customers mm -hmm. or the list of leads that you want them to see. And um, you can also be serving them just one by one and 
basically the person operating the process would be viewing the next thing that they need to focus on instead of um instead of just seeing the full list of of leads and maybe getting distracted between them whenever something comes up um and and then come like the the bigger tools right so something like hubspot which is a super big all-in-one solution which has a relatively generous free tier for just starting up but yeah then it can get pretty steep in terms of the pricing. But it does have all the tools, including all the communications, marketing channels, including web tracking. So for the lead, you will know in the same place whatever happens to them. Um, and the salespeople can actually see that. And probably the last one we can say is the basically some self-developed platform that, that, that can be used. Yeah. I can just say I, I've been in like companies and projects with where we used all different ones except the sort of second option I think like a retool no code uh, yeah. one so uh, Google Sheet usually where you start out uh, and then yeah I've been I've used HubSpot uh, PipeDrive there's a lot of these different ones right and also all the way up to Salesforce and, and also been in a company where they did uh, build their own uh, CRM so I think there are yeah there are different use cases for for all of them except uh, except building your own i i don't really see any valid use case for that to be to be honest uh when if if salesforce is not uh, advanced or big enough for you then yeah uh, i don't know uh, yeah that that's that's a good point so i i wonder if uh, like building something of your own can depend on like if you're not only your sales process itself, but also the process of like delivering the service is very specific and very mm -hmm. like heavy on your own, maybe tech, tech, tech stack. Like if you have some sort of, if it's like a SaaS tool or some yeah. sort of software that is being solved, sold and delivered kind of partially by its own features, then maybe it could make sense to have something very, very custom. Um, but again, like recently we've been using like in, in multiple projects, we've been using HubSpot quite extensively and it's, it's so customizable in terms of yeah. like, you can have any stages of the, of the sale and HubSpot doesn't really care how you name them and how many of them there is. Yeah. Um, and maybe it can be more about choosing whether to build your tool or to integrate it with something uh, yeah definitely i think yeah. yeah there could be maybe some special cases but definitely for like the projects uh, and the type of projects and that we are in i don't think uh, building is a uh, is a valid option where all the other three can be depending on the, the stage and so on. yeah um so i i i can share maybe a little bit about retool and like how i used it there was actually a very specific use case and it it seemed to be a very uh kind of very to the point solution for for that specific case um so th there was actually a self built platform for the main for the main business as like the main business unit and then there was a sales process built kind of in connection to that um, and there was also a different tool which managed the calls, um, like just the, the sales calls. Uh, 
<clears throat> and Retool was basically a solution to bring different data sources together in one interface. Uh, well, in one interface and very quickly, because um, basically it was a matter of using like a data warehouse to pull in the data into Google Sheet. Um, everything about the leads from different data sources. And then there was a second Google Sheet, which uh, just held the statuses of whether or not the lead was called or like if we attempted to contact basically anything that, that happened in there. And um, Retool was simply an interface to have salespeople work with the data from multiple data sources, hmm. which was built like maybe within like one, two weeks by basically by myself without without getting developers in, into that. So it's it's like it's it's maybe even in some we, we could call it maybe even like a temporary solution while yeah. you build some proper tool to handle I either build or find or integrate a proper tool to um to work with existing data sets. Like retool could be a temporary connection between those. But isn't that something you could have made with like HubSpot or something also? Or you think that would be, have been a, a longer path? So I think that's... Uh... So now I actually like, uh, until now I have worked with HubSpot a, a lot more. So I think HubSpot could be a good solution to actually um, work with that. But it maybe have taken a similar amount uh, of time to set it up, but it would have required more time to just connect to the data because we would have to populate the leads in HubSpot and it would have been a lot more expensive because we were talking about like at least the, the, there were hundreds of leads coming in relatively quickly that we had to handle. Um, and um, so for retool we paid like 50 euros a month i think for like like a basic level of uh whatever connections you have with a, with an interface for people to work with yeah and uh yeah maybe it could be hubspot but I, I, actually i i'm not even sure if hubspot would have solved it in this particular way so what we needed to have yeah, maybe maybe that actually would have. But what was needed is um, for the leads that we had, um, we needed not to build like the... So it was not about building the full like sales process, but more focusing on having like a call list where mm -hmm. you would have a very specific order of calls. And like, if you promise someone to call at a certain time, they should show up like at the top of the list. Or if you had a new lead coming in, then it would be like, they also should be prioritized so that you call very, very quickly. Um, and we found like actually very interesting cases that if you don't manage to call the lead quickly, then maybe we don't even need to prioritize them. Because yeah. being able to call some of them super quickly is more important than calling like relatively quickly everyone on average. Yeah. Um, and, and it's better to call some leads within like 30 seconds than call everyone within like half an hour. Yeah. 
And so I think it, that's interesting. Like the approach in general sounds interesting because I think one common problem with the CRMs in companies is that it's not like actually supporting what you are doing. It's just about documenting something so someone else can see that. Yeah, okay, you've spoken to this. A manager can see it, or someone else cannot take your customer, and and so on. So I think that's the like. Yeah, that's the most common I think I've seen with CRMs, especially when the organization becomes a bit bigger, that update CRM becomes a task yeah. of its own. And that you definitely want to avoid if possible. I mean, there's always in in if you have that sort of setup, then yeah, update CRM will happen. And then once a year you will have like a, it's time to clean up CRM task and everyone will just be doing that for a, a couple of days. So I think the key no matter what way to go is try to make it sort of support the actual activities that you want to do rather than adding an additional uh, task. Uh, yeah. And I, I think maybe that is also one of the points towards either uh, maybe either have something custom or even use some no code tools is that because we were building an interface for basically call center agents to make the calls. Um, we would limit the interface that they would see to only the actions that they would need to do in this particular case, which is yeah. either they would say if they reached the, the customer, if they didn't reach them, if they didn't, there would be an automatic reminder set to call back in future. There may be some notes, but like notes is the most uh, like uh, customized field that they would have. And the rest is just buttons to... Like you get to the customer, you do one action, which is calling, and then you click one of the buttons and you move to the next one. And um, there is no like complex interface to get like lost or distracted. Um, and ba basically maybe it makes the work even more like, um, even more like standardized and monotonous. But yeah. like the purpose in that case is just it's just getting as many calls for the call, like for the, for the call schedule uh, for, for, for the queue. Yeah, but and it's actually making that more efficient rather than uh, otherwise it could be very common that you would like get a task list, but then when you've done it, you need to go into the CRM and document it, which you won't do. And then that will be exactly. exactly. the highest level of automation already in a, like a simple setup, I think is is key for a, a CRM to really work. Otherwise you, I mean, any CRM that isn't updated, no matter what the technical solution is, is not worth anything. Yeah, it, it, it's like a diet that, that you cannot stick to, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like only if it's worked with all the time, that makes sense to, to have it. And I think that's sort of maybe then the opposite of that is a question to ask when you then choose what way to go. What do we actually need uh, at this point? And I think very early, like Google Sheet can actually fulfill that for a long time because that, that is also exactly, exactly. completely customizable, right? And you would only put in what you actually need there because yeah, if we take HubSpot again, uh, that it is so big as it is, even if you can set it up for simple scenarios, just, yeah, all the distractions can can make it harder to keep updated than, than something else. And, and and you actually have to spend time setting it up even from the most for for the yeah. most simple scenario because you need to uh, you need to customize let's say the pipeline 
which is the statuses that your lead can go through. And by default, I think it has more than you would need at an early stage because it's like it's either in progress or one or like discarded. That that's it. You you don't have any more complex pro process if you're just starting out with something very small. Um, so yeah, so Google Docs is like free and uh, you can start right away. And practically any tool that captures like email addresses would would be able to connect to it to input the fields. Um, and that can be probably used until you prove some sort of concept of whatever, um, wh whatever is like the startup, right? So like you, you try to sell something, see if your services are needed to anyone. And like, yeah. until you have any traction, there's no point in like playing work and, um, using any like more complex CRM unless there is a very, maybe unless there is a very quick growth path planned with like a big budget to, to start off. And, and then I think it's probably like a switch, like it's Google docs first, then some existing CRM like HubSpot or Pipedrive or whatever as a next step, because it's a very standardized tool that actually does everything you would need to do with those. And maybe alternatively for a very specific use cases, whenever it's either a new business process, a, it could be like a, a new sales process for part of the business that would just not fit mm -hmm. into the, I, I, I actually, maybe that's a good example because like a company that sells one type of product that has an existing sales process around the CRM platform, if they would introduce a new sales process, it may not fit exactly in the very beginning in the same tool. Yeah. And it could be worth, and, and because also there is like as a storage of all the contacts. So you have like a database of your customers. Um, and maybe this could be a point for either developing or like creating with no code, something very simple that would just connect existing data sources. Because if you're selling something new, you could still be approaching existing customers. So you, you would need to know, if they bought something uh, from yeah, the... You could add that also in the most of the systems, like HubSpot, you could have a, a different deal flow uh, for that. And you could see if they're a customer of one, you could have different products and and so oh, on. Okay. So. Then, yeah, then maybe that's a, th th that's a simple one. Uh... Yeah, I think it's the, same. it's the same there. Like what, what do you really need at, at that stage? And I think it's also very easy to like, if someone like is setting this up and is like interested in that, it's very easy to over-engineer something to make it very complex in the beginning, but it, that makes it actually harder to use or makes it like, um, yeah, more difficult to keep updated. So I think that it, it should not be like, what CRM should we use and adapt that? It should be what do we actually, what will help us do what we should be doing that makes us make money, uh, and and what what uh, yeah what can help us do that rather than the other way. Yeah, we need a CRM. Yeah. how should we set it up? Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, that that that's true. So so, just go off the needed like actions. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and needed tools. And, and from there we can, um, 
yeah, it's it's possible to to select something that is needed. Yeah, and you will notice like, okay, now I can't do this that I need to do, then try to solve that, I think, rather than having the perfect solution for uh, everything that you imagine from, from the start. Yeah. Then, yeah, then I, th I think it's actually like, it's a win for like Google Docs and the standardized tools um, so far. And um, it's a very rare case where you would need something like that, that, that you would have, um, that you would have to have like as developed. Yeah, I think so. I liked uh, what you explained there with the call center though, because it's so, that will definitely make sure that it's used. It, it's a very niche, it's a, it's a very, yeah, it's a very niche, very niche need when you need like a certain team to execute a very specific action and yeah. you don't need them to like have to work with more data than they need to access and you can that way like prioritize very much the the work process for them yeah and for them it's not really a crm even it's like their work tool to exactly yeah then, then it's not a crm that then it's just an interface for part of the data that can be yeah. like either extracted for from some crm or from something else which i think is ideal there because uh, you don't really want to have that update crm feeling they they never thought they were updating the crm but they were doing yeah. their work and at the same time the crm was kept uh, exactly correct so yeah there that there could be cases where that maybe would would work even better and you could of course connect there so you used google sheet but you could probably connect that to something else also so that might be something depending on the organization project to consider to have a, like just a different interface to to feed into that because you you could set up like a some form HubSpot form connected to HubSpot or something so that the actual work is not being done within the CRM if that is like too complex and distracting maybe you could have yeah. a very simple interface for for the specific uh, tasks yeah so you don't need to have like Google Sheets and also if you use the no code tools it can be um, it can be connected directly to some database that is used for, for yeah. something else at the same time. Um, but you, you know, about like also the self-developed tools, um, I, I think it would probably also, maybe it would be just fair not to call them CRM tools exactly, but if we're talking about the product that would have just like product-led growth, so if it mm -hmm. would be not exactly like a sales team working on the sales process, but more like users onboarding themselves, um, then basically the CRM part of the kind of the process can be part of the actual product where you would have the customer data and the customer data would be connected to whatever the customer actually does with the tool. And then, yeah, and, and then like the, CRM tool would be not needed as a standalone thing because it's not going to be a sales yeah. team pushing that uh, to go through. Yeah, and I've been in projects where we use like Intercom and Crisp and stuff like that yeah. as a CRM basically also. So if you only have like, yeah, online sales channels and uh, yeah, it's product-led as you said, so 
whenever they sign up or sign up as a lead, they come in there. That means you have automated campaigns and so on. And then you track some of the uh, actions they take also. So yeah, that's maybe that's a, a fifth uh, sort of, it, it would be in the... Yeah, kind of part of the... But it's like, it's not but a it's... CRM first tool, but it could be used as a CRM. Yeah, exactly. So maybe one of the examples is uh, like to our discussions of the Shopify apps, uh, like when you mm -hmm. launch a Shopify app, it's not being sold proactively to merchants. Um, it's more targeted towards merchants just installing them. Yeah. But whenever someone installs the, the Shopify app, this is kind of the first step or one of the first steps into actual sales process because they need to start using that and they need to like onboard themselves to see the value to then decide to maybe move to the paid tier of the of the app and uh, for that it would be all about the product features themselves to actually uh, lead the customer to try the features and then again using like uh, some of uh, something like crisp to answer questions and to uh, push people to actually try everything. So maybe we can going forward try some specific use cases and maybe like either build something or look into like a very a more detailed use case and what what to do about it, either in CRM or maybe some other space. And yeah. um, to to anyone watching until this point, uh, yeah, you, you you have to subscribe and like it. Otherwise, it's it's not gonna work. That that's it then. Yes, thanks. Cool.